Last time on Knights of the Roll Table, two Knights of the Realm, Theo the Half-Elf Druid, and Melvin the Human Paladin, continued their search in Valentrell for the legend known as Drake Blood Moon. They did not find many leads at first, but did find out that Valentrell does not allow magic to be used publicly by order of the new ruling church of Avagus. After a few dead ends and a cheesy exchange, they came upon an eccentric shopkeeper, Julius, who said he'd talk with some of the people he knew about their search. Later that night, Theo and Melvin receive a surprise visit in their room. That'd be good. Yeah. That's kind of the plan. Well, you better... You better wake your friend. You've got a lot to... Right. You've got a lot to talk about. <gasps> and I'll, uh... Melvin! Melvin! You head over to the other bed. He just kind of stands... Or this person just kind of stands there. I'll, I'll just use my, uh... I'll use my big shepherd's crook. And, like... <laughs> okay. From there. Just All right. while in bed. Book, book, book. What is it, villain? What is happening? Shh. Don't be alarmed. Hmm. I what? Am, I, am, I am under the understanding that you are looking for Drake Blood. Oh, yes. From, from whom did you hear such rumors? We were so quiet about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say, and you see his form change shorter he starts growing a beard he starts balding I heard it from an acquaintance and he changes into Julius friend Julius and then he and then his form morphs and changes his face starts to contort and it changes back into this uh, young man a young humanoid man that, that was standing there before with a a cloak on. We take many forms. And we can never be too careful of who is looking for Mr. Bloodmoon, but I am his associate. And I saw the marks on your arms earlier when you were in the shop. You are knights. You could see those? I can. I am not a knight myself. But I do have the ability to see things that are hidden. All kinds of things. Well, uh, did you know our friend Anastasia? I'll be honest, when you said that in front of Julius, Mr. Bloodmoon has mentioned Anastasia. That's what caught my ear and gave me pause. And I knew that you might have been sent from her. So that is why I decided to come and find you. You must understand that Drake Bloodmoon is a very secretive person. I cannot take you to him unless I know that you are trustworthy and completely willing to listen and work with me. But I can give you... If there is something that you will do for me, then I will take you to him. And perhaps it will help you in the long run. Yes? What would you have us do? There are three other knights that went on a mission for Drake Bloodmoon not two days ago within the city. They have not returned. I am fearing something might have happened to them. If you are knights, truly, and it's... I'm guessing you are, but... You know, I know sometimes the knights of the realm... Sometimes it's a little hard to know how to trust lately, so... 
his challenge to you is if you find these three knights or whatever's left of them, bring proof that you found them back and let us know. You can meet me back here by morning. By morning? But what about our sleep? If you are knights, you will do the right thing, yes? Mm. Yes. Yes, of course. We will do good. We will do Besides, right. In Valentrell, it's better to move at night. Less city guards and less purifiers. What? Uh, who are these knights that we are looking for? Do they have names? Descriptions? <laughs> well, I, I have to know that I can trust you. If you'll find them, you'll know. Well, whereabouts could we... Uh, where do we start looking for them? Where were they last seen? We sent them on a mission to interrogate... Or to scope out one of the churches of Avaros. We have suspicions that they might be dealing in... Unconventional trade. Things that might not be sanctioned by their own purifiers. So we sent them to investigate and they did not come back. It is a uh, Church of Avaros here in this district of uh, Eldath Crossing. It's only about five blocks from here. Well, it won't then, take you very long to get there. Then we should head there and find these knights, for they might be in trouble. They very much could be. But I must warn you, you cannot use magic outside of a building. If you do, you will be caught. Once you are inside, though, you will be able to use your arcane or divine nature or or uh, anything from a uh, feral abilities. Just be careful. Even using magic inside is still extremely dangerous. I'll, I'll uh, Melvin will pick up his his axe hammer. Say, there's nothing magical about this. It's true. It's good to have something with a little bit more um, traditional power, so to speak. I would just be careful about, um, you know, doing fireworks or thunder stepping or what have you. <laughs> okay, so you have until the morning then. I hope that you come back. Be careful. And if you do come back... Um, I will be waiting for you, and I will take you to Mr. Bloodmoon. Thank you for your help. I'll be watching you to make sure you get safe to the temple. Follow me. And he goes to the window and uh, opens it up, you know, opens the shutters, and jumps down. You guys are on the second floor. He, he jumps down. You Whoa. look out, Whoa. and and you see that He's kind of just like uh, done a little like bouncing off of, you know, a, an awning and a, he goes doo, 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 and just kind of lands deftly, very dexterous. Uh, and as this, what was a male, um, hits the ground, you see that now he sort of lands and sort of crouches down. And as he comes back up, he becomes this, uh, this old uh, rotund lady with a handkerchief on her head. Does the handkerchief Come on. Does the handkerchief say enjoy the knights of the No, nope, no, nope, it doesn't. It's just a <laughs> it's just a black handkerchief. Don't take our night. Oh, uh, shall kinda, we take she the just, stairs? She just kind of yeah, starts not walking. Going, I, I don't want to do that. I'm gonna, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Okay, so you guys make your way down. You go out Hold on, I gotta put all my clothes. Okay, put on your stuff. Here. You make your yeah, way down. Uh, 45 <sighs> minutes later, oh. I've gotten my plate nails on. And... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm helping him get it on. Jeez. Why you got it so tight? On okay. okay. Yeah, he, he, you guys have helped each other out. Get ready. So, um, so yeah, it's it's it's. I'll say it's like 15 minutes. But by the time you get down there, you see this old lady with a little, you know, ward on her nose or big nose, and she's standing there like. I don't know about you two, but you're taking forever. Okay, okay, relax. Uh, let's uh, I'll this walk behind going. you. Just walk up okay. that way, five blocks, turn right, and you'll see the temple. Okay. Uh, uh, let's let's keep going. And uh, okay, heading right. that way. 
head that way. Make a stealth check for me. Or, or actually, I should just ask: uh, Do you want to head straight there? Do you want to be stealthy? Do you want to be um, casual? <laughs> I am not a stealthy man. You are not stealthy. Yes, yes. Um, but I will leave that up to. Uh, if you want to try to be stealthy and quiet, you oh, can. I'll try. I just got to be disadvantaged, disadvantageous yep. when I do it. So roll with stealth, disadvantage, roll with stealth. It's not terrible. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> it's not the worst roll I've Nine. made today. Okay. I got a three without disadvantage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come um, on. Okay. Come on. So you guys are, uh, Melvin is clanking every, like, um, uh, Theo starts walking and you walk by the stable and you just hear bah, bah, bah. okay okay uh, I mean she can come right I mean you think that's a good idea it's up to you uh, oh you're, ta- you're talking to uh, the, the or, I'll talk to, no I'll talk to Melvin oh why not Rebecca is um, always good company. Yeah. Okay, I don't want you to get too lonely. All right. Um, Should we perhaps tell Lady Lassie so that she does not worry? Oh, I'll leave a note. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave a little note. Took her out. Ooh, whatever. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. You leave a little piece of parchment. That's like, yeah. Back in a bit. <laughs> Walking the sheep. Yeah. Um. Uh. This this old lady who you have not found out the name of in either form. Right. Um, uh, just this. Are we ready to go yet, or do you want to see some more sights? Honestly, are your knights are your knights? Okay. Oh, okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get going. We're not exactly city knights. We're more of the out of the forest. Oh, you don't think so? Oh, forest knights. Okay. Well, Green knights, kind. if you will. All right. Well, forest knights. Go ahead. So, so you guys make your way up a little bit. There, there's not too many people out. A couple of drunk stumblers from taverns, and um, there are some city watch, uh, but only like you only see one um, that is nearby, and they they just kind of look at you, and 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 at that point, after when the city watch, the city watchman looks at you, you see that the, the old lady from behind you says, "Ah, oh my foot." Um, I, I hurt my foot, young man. And she kind of motions to him, and he, he's like, "Oh." Yeah. And he, he walks over, and she kind of distracted him. Mm. Um. So you make your way, kind of leaving that scene. Uh. To you see pretty quickly this this temple. Um. It's uh got kind of triangular spires on top. It's made of stone. Um. Some some ornate carvings on the side. Um. Uh, some neat hedge hedge uh, shrubberies uh, <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> I got to say shrubberies. <laughs> a shrubbery! <laughs> but a second one, a little higher with a little path in the middle. <laughs> um, okay. A herring! <laughs> a herring? Cut down the largest... Okay, I, 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 if I go down that road, I am never coming back. <laughs> I will quote the whole thing. Okay, um, so you make your way. Now, there is a large wooden door um steel uh, bolted well, it's actually you don't know if it's bolted but it's just it's a large mm-hmm. door there's also a door on the side you've kind of made your way around um it's it's a fairly large stone temple um, well what do you see about the side door there melvin should we knock or just go in i think we just go in we don't want to you know it's the middle of the night it'll be more weird if we knock because then we have to say something which door do you want to go in? Through the side. Let's try the side door. And now, uh, like, I'll find, like, a little, like, branch, and I'll, like, tie up Rebecca. And be like, okay, I'm going to be right back. So I'm going to be back in a minute, so just stay. Rebecca just stay starts seeing, seeing the bushes and some grass, and she just starts grazing. You can gently pat, because you can't really pet her. you got to just gently yeah, pat, because yeah. if you pet, you'll and And hand. Rebecca, you notice um, in, in the dark... Uh, and it's there's only a little bit of like torchlight from far away distant torches um, Rebecca starts to blend in to the night and it's hard to tell 
that she's even there. All you can see is uh, is like a little uh, a little collar around her neck, and mm-hmm. like you just hear. A <laughs> it's almost like a bush is eating, but it's, she 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 just she just kind of starts blending into the bushes. It's kind of unusual. Hey, good girl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you head to the side door. Um, how would you like to proceed? Let's try and gently open it first. Just, just like test it without, you know, okay. opening it fast, but just <laughs> like okay. you're sneaking in late at night. Well, we'll okay. see if it's unlocked first before we. Yeah. Open it. yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, and then when you, we open it slowly, you, and you open the latch. Um, it is unlocked. Uh, make a make a sleight of hand check. Whoever's opening the door. All right, seven. Seven. You open it halfway. It's good. You open a little bit more. Oof. <laughs> um, but now it's open. There was a little bit of a, you know, but but you've you've opened it. All right. Enough where both it. of you can get in. And it looks like it's going into kind of a storeroom of some kind. There's some vestments. There's some. Uh, clergy material there's a couple of books looks like a little side room to the main temple um yeah and you shut the door okay yeah yeah shut it behind you okay. no, make another it. make another slide of hand check oh but gentle slow 12 wait okay. hold on and he's gonna uh he's gonna take out he's got a uh he, he's got some uh some wool and he's gonna kind of um uh, work it a little bit to work out some of the lanolin. He's going to put some of the lanolin on okay. the hinges to kind of uh, right. grease with, it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, grease. Uh, so make it with advantage. Still 12. Okay. Uh, you close it, and it's pretty silent the whole time, except for right at the end it goes... Eh. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> like a little oh. squeaker. Sorry, that's <laughs> May have been the, the <laughs> roll from earlier. Okay. <laughs> so you are in the side room. Um, what would you guys like to do? Well, we should probably... They're going to probably keep prisoners down below. So um, let's go out of this room. Well, before we do that, then... do we see any signs of, like, a scuffle or anything in the room that we're in? Or does it just look normal? Make a perception check. Nineteen. Nineteen. Um, doesn't look anything like a fight broke out in here. The storeroom looks fairly what you would expect a religious storeroom to look like. Uh, there are all fairly new. Uh, the, the cloth and and the uh, religious attire that you suppose is ceremonial for services and whatnot is kind of new it, it it's it's looks like some of them still have like um uh they're i don't want to say tags but i they 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 don't look like they've been uh, unwrapped to the point of being used um and there's not a lot of extra supplies um on the shelves it's it's kind of threadbare there's there's only things to wear and there's like a couple of like torches that are lit for processionals interesting uh is that uh, assumably there's a way to get into the main area there there is a there is a door um there's a couple of like two little steps that go up to a door uh on the other side of the room uh it is pretty dark in here but do either one of you have dark vision i have uh, goggles of night that okay. let me basically have dark vision. So okay, so you off. put those on, you're instantly able to see around the room, and 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 you notice that uh, there is this door. And I'm pretty sure half orcs have, have dark vision. So you have 60 feet dark vision. Okay, so and you have your goggles, Melbin. So both you can see there's cool. this door. Um, you see details, um, which is good, which means you don't have to roll perception with disadvantage. So you head into, um, open this door, there's no creakiness, and 
it looks like a big, big deserted main hall. You see an altar on your right. It's kind of like the side door to the main temple. Um, there's there's little wooden benches that people can sit on. Um, there's a big altar, a dais, um, um, a symbol of... On, on the dais on the altar, there is a kind of a stone symbol of an owl, um, which looks kind of similar to the ones that you saw earlier. Mm -hmm. Would that the, be uh, the symbol of Avaros? Avaros. Possibly. Can I make a religion mm. check to see Note. if I would know that? No, you, you can. And not do very well. Uh, 14. You don't know anything about Avaros. Okay. Whoa. Good. Okay. Hmm. There are two doors across the hall, across the um, temple on the other side. Let's let's check uh let's check those doors. And then, and there's also the, the the front door, you know, where you could come. Mhm. Mm yeah, we'll, we'll we'll head across there. Okay. Just double down. Quiet. Yeah. Okay. No talking. We'll Make aim way across. We'll aim for the left door. Check that one first. Uh Okay, you head for the left door first. Um, as you're heading across, you you hear um, kind of like a, a fluttering up in the rafters, like a. Uh, and and Theo, you recognize this sound because you're you're pretty good with um, with with sounds of, of nature and whatnot. You it, it's either like some sort of a bird, possibly a bat. Um, mm -hmm. That that you know, it's not unusual that they would get caught in the rafters of a building or something, but. Just maybe, you know, you might have stirred a, a, a nestling creature. But probably not an owl, because owls have silent wings. Probably not. Couldn't have been. All right. Um, it sounded more like a, like a pigeon or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, you make your way to the left door. Um, it is locked. Okay, let's get to that right door. Yeah, we'll go check out the right door. You go to the right door, and it's not locked. But you open it up, and it is a um, it is a privy. It is a bathroom. Well, do we go? I'll, we I'll, I'll motion. I'll motion to see if if Theo wants to. It needs to use it while we're there. He kind of <laughs> kind of considers it, but no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's All very right. nice, from what you can tell in the dark. Oh, okay. Right. So I guess uh, we head back to the left door. <laughs> Head back to the left door. Hmm. How about this? Uh, I'm going to go look for the key. And I'm going to go over to the altar and, like, see if there's some drawers on it, like a desk. I don't okay. know. <laughs> on an altar? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, Look, I don't know how these newfangled are. There might be an, on, like, the podium or something. Make an yeah, investigation yeah. check. All right. Oh, 20. Natural 20. Natural 20. Natural 20 Woo. on an investigation. Dang. Um, okay. You find seven keys that are all exactly like that. Uh, oh, man. So, um, you are inspecting the altar. And you are feeling around. You do the thing where you kind of like feel underneath the, 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 the top level. And you feel this little um, indention that's that's round and your inclination is to press it it feels like there's a little bit of give to it it's almost wooden um do you press it yeah let's go nuts okay you press you press this button the door opens Kind of give myself a little uh, uh, <laughs> pat on the back and a like, got it. Melvin uh, goes to clap and then realizes that his hands are covered in plate mail and probably that would be a bad idea. Yeah, yeah just before he's, <laughs> uh, you you open it up and um, right where the door is, you see a set of stairs going down, um, kind of in a circular pattern. You see, Melvin, this is it. This is where they keep prisoners. Is down below. So we know we're on the right track, I think. Well, let's go and find the knights. Okay. Okay. Um, you head down some stone steps into a lower level. 
the first thing that hits you when you enter this new stairway is it's immediately starts to get colder. Um, not freezing, but there's a damp chill in the air. Uh, on each side of the room, separated, uh, once you get down there, both of you can see on each side of the room, but about 30 feet between each wall, uh, there are lots of tombs and some, and some stone coffins uh, that go on for about 100 feet in front of you. So it's a pretty large, um, but not very tall. It's only about seven feet tall. How, how tall are you, Theo? Pretty close to that. He's going to have to really uh, so You're, you're duck ducking down, down yeah. a little bit. Your head's crooked a little bit. At least scrunched, yeah. Um, it's kind of a low ceiling. Um, so you guys see this, yeah, like all these tombs. There, there's a few braziers that are lit up, but, but they're kind of a low light. You know, it's super dark, kind of cold down here. Um, both of you make uh, perception checks, please. 12. 10. 10. Okay. You do see at the very end, there are some shadows moving around, like moving back and forth. Let's, I just kind of give a little motion to like, let's stop. I don't want to like listen for a minute, see if there's a conversation or something that we can here at this distance. Okay. Thumbs up. You want to you want to stay where you are and try to listen. Yeah, just for a sec to see if there see if there's talking or if there's action or okay. just to. So yeah. you you listen for some sounds. You don't hear any talking. You do hear the skittering of small tiny rodent feet to your right. They no talk. Like rats or like mice? Possibly rats. You can get the sense it might be rats. Okay. Uh, uh, I or a rat. Melvin's a rat. Rats. I hate. Here's what I'd like to do. I'm gonna uh, reach into uh, my pack really quick and take out a piece of my uh, Rebecca's own cheese, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna uh, offer it to the rat that's right there. Okay. It's just about fifteen set feet away. Okay. Um, you put it down. Just kind of offer it to see if they uh, will take it. Make a uh, make an animal handling check. Twenty three. Oh, this rat turns around. And then kind of skitters its way back very hesitantly at first, but you start kind of like coaxing it over and, and it just kind of goes right for the cheese mm-hmm. and it's just <laughs> just want to just gently reach out and try and just kind of pet him on the back a little bit okay I'll say with a 23 you're pretty convincing that and it's probably being an urban city rat it may have been fed by things down here so it's a little braver than a country mouse <laughs> All right. So you're able to pet it. All right. As I touch it, I'm going to cast Beast Bond, which will establish a telepathic link with the beast that you touch that's friendly to you. And uh, I have an active link with it. Um, I can understand messages from it. So I just kind of like want to be like, hey there, friend. Uh, why don't you go down and, and tell me what's happen at the end of the hole there. Jesus. Jesus really good. I'll give you uh, I'll give you some more if you if you tell me what's at the end of the hole. And the rat thinks up. There's just there's just big there's just other men. Other other humans. They're they're just watching. What they, are, never, they feed me sometimes, but mostly they just guard. What are they guarding? Other humans? A door. There's a door. Have you been beyond the door? I don't go that way. The door is hard to get through. I usually go the, the other way. The side way. That's where, this, that's where some, of, some of the food is left. Okay, friend. Do you, will, you, will you come and come with us and help us? <clears throat> If you, got, if you got more cheese, 
I say, sure, sure. And I take out and I uh, get another little piece of cheese and give him another piece of cheese. And it kind of eats it. You know, it kind of holds it and it takes it in his mouth and it looks back at you and runs about three feet and looks back again and then runs along the wall. And it just kind of goes to the right. And then when it gets to the corner, it makes an immediate left and heads up about 15 feet. And you see in the shadow, it's it's kind of hard to see it until the rat got there. Uh, there is a door behind a pillar um, that is not not deliberately hidden, but it's 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 more like, hey, don't don't look at the storeroom, you know, kind of door. Um, and it's also dark, you know, it's uh, so but there's there's about between the pillar and the door and the wall. There's about, you know, six feet or so. It's a wooden door and uh, the rat just kind of goes underneath. Okay, and so that's the door on the other side is where the, the guards are? So the door where the guards are are about, like, 100 feet in front of you, like, way down the temple okay. wall. Um, okay. Uh, they're way in front. This is, like, a side door. Uh, about, I see, I see. About, you know, 20 feet to the right and 15 feet up. So okay. They're, they're still about, you know, they're, they're still enough, far enough away. Got it. All right, let's go into that. Let's follow our, our rat friend. Okay. All right. Uh, so both of you head over there. Um, you head into this side room. Uh, and it is pitch black, but with your dark vision and goggles of night, you see a room that contains uh, crates and boxes. Uh, there's some shelves. Um, there's a... Uh, there, you notice there's no other doors in this room as you kind of look around. Um, Melbourne, you turn to the right and you see several humanoid figures towering over you. And then there's several more behind them. Standing straight up. And I'm like almost six feet, so they're towering over me. They're big. Um... This room has a taller ceiling than the previous room, so it's it's opened up into a bigger upper space. I'm going to, like, try to get <laughs> Theo's attention. Theo, you also noticed right about this time, you see on the other side, there are also some towering humanoid figures in front of you. Are uh, just standing there? They're not moving. Um, I'll reach out and uh, touch one. Is it? Is it a person? Okay. It's a statue. Okay. Oh, okay. Whew. Uh, what is the uh, figure? Is it recognizable? Do um, we recognize I the need, figure? I need both of you to make a religion check. Hmm. I'm a paladin. I should be able to do this. All right. That's better. Uh, 21. Oh, wow. Two. Two. <laughs> okay. Uh, Theo, these people might as well just be, um, you know, the, the creators of the world for all, you know, like you, you've never seen any of these people. Uh, they, they look important. They're, they're various poses of sure. grandeur and holding their arms up. And, and one of them is holding a large trident and one of them is, is holding a, a different ax or a book. You know, there's, there, there's various poses. They look fairly impressive. Uh, Melbourne, you recognize several of these from carvings from stained glass windows from from books that you've read from your studies these are many of the pantheon of of the gods and and as you continue to inspect them like these were a lot of the gods that had churches or followings in this city you notice a few um right off the bat in the first row you see tyr t-y-r the god of order and war. Ogma, the goddess of knowledge. Uh, Kelavmor, the god of the dead, but not in a creepy way, more of like, we're gonna, you know, the dead who takes care of, you know, takes care of the dead. There's Eldath, the goddess of nature. On the second row, you, you notice, as you rolled so high, um, you notice Gond, who is the god of craft. And you start to, see all these and you're like oh that's gone oh the gond the you know the gond mm -hmm. mar okay so everything's based on yeah you know, like like even 
you're kind of seeing these out to Theo, and he's like, oh, okay. Um, there's Mistra, the goddess of magic. Shantia, the goddess of life and, and agriculture. There's, um, on Theo's side, you kind of make your way over there, is Torm, the god of courage and self-sacrifice. Torm, 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 Torm. And the last one that you see is, um, is Saloon, uh, who's the goddess of the moon, and she's missing a head. Hmm. This is disrespect to the gods. Who would do such a thing? I need both of you guys to make a investigation check. Investigation. Ten. Six. Oof. Uh, okay, yeah, you're, you're kind of looking closely at the statues. Um, it's kind of hard to... I'm taken aback by the beauty of Eldan. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Shanti. Oh, sorry. You also see uh, Lyra, the goddess of illusion. Mm-hmm. Well, because it was um, illusory. Yeah. So as you're walking around, you know, you're seeing all these different... You're seeing all these different statues and they're they're you're kind of silently admiring them you're kind of whispering as much as you can to be like that's hell that's mistra that's oh i know that one you kind of just nod um as you step in the middle of the room melvin you hear this from underneath you what's that i'm I'm gonna it sounds like creaking wood like i'm gonna check to see if there's a trap door or a trap that I've just stepped upon. Okay. You look down. Uh, there is a, a carpet that's underneath you, and you pull aside the carpet, um, and uh, it is a it is a uh, a wooden uh, latch door. Hey, now there's a good find. Let's see where that goes. You see, um, as you as you uncover this. You see the the door itself has a few holes in it. You know, uh, it's not the most. It's more of just like a a wooden plank covering, but the wood's not in particularly good order. And the rat that uh, you gave the cheese to just kind of like looks at it and looks at you and kind of continues to eat. It's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of saying like, "Yeah, see, see, I told you, I told you." <laughs> And, and then he just scurries down one of the holes in the, in the wood and, and goes down. Oh, that rat okay. deserves even more cheese. Sure. Oh, let's see where he goes. All right, so we'll try to open up the okay the door. You you open up the uh, you open up the door, um, and it leads down about ten feet. There's a ladder, um, and into a underground catacomb uh so now you're in the uh sub sub level (laughs) uh it's a little warmer down here but it stinks of foulness and damp odors um it's about 10 feet by by uh, eight feet tall it's uh as immediately as you come down there's it's barred on one direction by a metal grate but in front of you, it extends about 120 feet forward to a wall. And in the middle of the catacomb, there's a flowing stream of liquid um, that is in the center with about three feet on each side. That's kind of a walkway, but like a stone. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll stick with the walkway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, the rat is gone. <laughs> Just disappeared. Um, so you, you head straight along uh and that's the same direction as where the like we're 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 going in the same direction towards where that hallway above was going correct this is just underneath yep yep okay got it yeah it's it's sort of towards where the guards were but but sort of like off to the side got it um so you go ahead you do hear a little bit more skittering similar to rat noise uh but it's amplified um as and in, as in you, it sounds bigger, or as it's just like echoey off the catacomb walls. Echoey, and there sounds like there's more, more somethings down here. You you come you come to the end of this catacomb, about 120 feet in front of you, um, and there was a cross section. Uh, so you can either go left, 
or you can go right. What do you think? Well, um, what if we tried right first? Then we'll be kind of underneath that area. Thumbs up. You you head to the right and you start noticing uh, a few more rats and they're kind of just passing by you, heading in the same direction you are. Um, occasionally one will double back and they, they don't seem to really care. You know, they, they're just living their life down here. Um, but they're, you know, running over you and, and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. There's some on the other side running back the other. There's it, a whole ecosystem of rats. Yep. Um, but there's more of them as you go further and uh, you, you continue to head uh, forward about 30 feet and there is another wall and there's only a right turn. Right, let's see where that goes. Yeah. Turning right. You continue until you hit uh, another 20 feet, and there is a cross section. So you could take a left, a right, or you could keep going straight. If we if we do a right, we'll double back to the tunnel we were in, right? Yeah, but we wouldn't. Possibly. But there was a wall there, so. That. Let's keep going right. Let's do the maze solution yeah. way. We'll do all right turns. We're only going to do right turns. <laughs> that, that's kind of what I was thinking. All right. Yeah. Well, so if you head right, you have to jump over the water uh, in, in, in pretty much any direction except immediately going left. Um, you do not have. If you go left, you don't have to jump over the water. You can follow the, the walkway. But the other way, you have to jump five feet across. Five feet. Okay. Which probably fine yeah I can do that unless unless you fail a dexterity I mean if it could be athletics I could do it acrobatics yeah make make an athletics check to jump across the five foot sewer <laughs> I have a plus nine to athletics I'm gonna be really okay. upset if I roll as badly as I think I'm about make, to make an athletics check okay I got a 17 with 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 the plus nine it's not bad yeah 19 I was expecting I was gonna roll a one because just Okay. <laughs> Both of you deftly jump over this, you know, a couple of the rats are like, you know, they, 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 they like get the hell out of the way. And, and you jump over and you, do you go straight or are you going right? You said you were going right before. Are you still going right or did you want to go straight? Yeah, All right. We're doing the thing where we're going to right. keep following walls to the right. And, and it'll okay. Uh, so you, you jump to the right over the sewer. You go straight. Um, and uh, you see that it is another T-section. Um, there is a right and a left. You look back to the right. It's very dark at the end of that wall. It's it's like super just pitch. Like even, even with your dark vision, um, it's kind of hard to tell. It's like unusually dark. Okay, I want to check it out. All right, let's check it out. <laughs> you want to check it out? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you head forward and you notice with all the rats underneath you, suddenly there are no rats underneath you. Okay, I'm gonna check it out cautiously. Okay. Um, make an investigation check. Helps if I actually put that in. Well, let me put it this way. What are you, are you searching for something or you just want to like see know, what's there? I want to know what's there, see if there's, maybe it's hiding a door or something. Okay. So, just like, uh, so make a, make a perception check. Oh, well, same. Oh, slightly less. Uh, 19. Okay. Um, uh, in the darkness, you, you get a sense that this is magical darkness. Mm. It's, uh, it's, mm. it's some sort of, uh, blocking, block of your vision that you cannot see beyond 20 feet. And, uh, you hear this kind of a different kind of skittering. You hear this kind of scratching. I'm gonna slowly back away. <laughs> okay. And I will whisper to Theo. I don't think we should go that way. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good goal. Okay, I need both of you to make stealth checks. Oh boy. Melbourne with disadvantage. One. Oh my Not god. Not a natural one. 
dirty one. Oh no, sorry. Three. 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 It's not a, I don't have I don't have negative one stealth. I have plus one stealth. Okay. Sorry. So one and a three. So actually, no, actually both threes. I, I, oh, three and three. Two okay. threes. I thought so I had a negative. Melvin, well, as you're one. backing up ever so cautiously, you notice on the wall next to you there is a tiny brown spider. And Theo, you notice on the opposite wall there's several tiny black, some brown spiders. You turn around and in front of your path there are some larger black and brown spiders. Some spiders start to uh, weave their way down, like drop down from the top of of the uh, of the walkway that you just came from. And from behind you, you hear and you turn around back in that direction of the darkness and out of the darkness about five feet across these two legs peer out and then two more legs and then two legs come out from the top of the darkness and ten gleaming red eyes start looking at you. Hello, Knights of the Roll Table. This is your DM for Season 5, Chris. Hope you are enjoying this slightly different approach to the story. You know, as a DM, I've been working on trying to plan encounters and not plot points, which I did a lot in Season 2, I'll admit it. In addition to fleshing out a giant city, there's a lot that goes into planning this show. That's one reason why I wanted to start with just two characters at first, to kind of slowly immerse listeners into the world of Valentrell and... What lies beyond? So on that note, if you appreciate the podcast and see and hear how much work that goes into our show, why not leave a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts? It definitely helps us out. Leave us a five-star rating and let us know what characters you like, what seasons you like, what stories you like. We appreciate it. You can check out our Discord server. It's a great place to chat with the cast, see art from the show, discuss upcoming threads, uh, find out DM resources, and all kinds of cool D&D stuff. We also have a Facebook group and a YouTube. You can find Knights of the Roll Table using the at Roll Table handle on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can also follow me at Dungeon Heads on TikTok, and I do a lot of D&D art that you can download for free, available on my Patreon, which is also called Dungeon Heads. Each episode this season, we're going to mention resources for players and DMs, and this time, I'm going to talk about Tabletop Audio. Tabletop Audio is a really cool website where you can create playlists of music and ambiance files for your RPGs, play soundboards, even live broadcast the audio to your players. Tabletop Audio has a Patreon with alternate versions of the music and ambiance with hundreds of files, and this season... I'll be happy to announce that we'll be using a lot of tabletop audio on the show. We're still using music from Arcane Anthems for combat encounters, but it takes a village. And as much as I like composing ambience files, it's a time-consuming process. So tabletop audio is free, and if you donate on Patreon, you can even get more alternate files. So check it out. We know we are not the only D&D actual play podcast out there. So we really honestly thank you so, 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 so much for listening and giving us a chance. That's all of our announcements. Now go out, be safe, and make life an adventure. So this giant spider comes out of the darkness, and its mandibles are kind of like, And it looks at both of you with its many eyes, and it says, Why are you here? And it's not talking with its mouth. It's, it's, you hear it in your mind. You hear it telepathically. Did you hear that, Theo? I did. I heard it. Now, now hold on. Easy, easy, girl. Why are you here? We're not, we're not here to harm anybody. We're just looking for you. You are here for my children. You will find a world of pain. We love all animals under the sun and under the sewers. We're we're friendly here. Yes, we are very friendly to nature, and you are part of nature. Then what brings you down here? 
Man hurt spiders. Well, that's kind of why we're here. We're wondering if some humanoids maybe came down here and were walking around, maybe got lost. Maybe I have not seen man. Man does not come down here. They know of us. So you, nobody's been by, come through, or do something like that. Make a persuasion check. Nineteen. Spider says, All I hear is in the above ground. I hear screams. I feel the screams. Screaming of man. And then it stops. We would like to stop those screams permanently. Could you point us in the direction? I don't know where they're coming from other than up. She kind of gestures with one of her legs and looks up, and there's a bunch of little spiders that kind of form form a little, like, circle, and they kind of go around, like, <laughs> like above us, above, there are men. And there is beast. Okay, well, thank you. We'll make them stop, probably, and not disturb you. Always at night. Always screaming. Then silence. Uh, the screaming the screaming happens at night. Is it nighttime now? I don't Yeah, you guys went in the middle of the yeah. night because the Oh that's right. Because Because we have till morning. Too. Right. You have morning and then uh, the guest that came in said, try to meet back in the morning in your inn, in your room, to hopefully with the other knights. Right. Well, did you, um, let me ask, did you hear any, did you hear any screams tonight so far? We have heard no screams, but it usually happens before the dawn. Okay, well, um, I say we can um, part ways. You are encroaching upon my rest. I must feed soon. We do not wish to disturb you. Could you point us out of these, uh, of your, of your home here? If you want to go up, there is an entrance. Forward and to the left, and you will see it. There is a grate. Some of my children go through it, but they're not supposed to. Oh, kids, yeah. I mean, you know, you try and raise them upright, but, you know. I have 500. That's, hey, that's, you done. You Last done week I have 520. 20 of them didn't come back. Would some of your 500 children be willing to show us the way to this grate? Do not hurt my children. Oh, never! No, we, we love them. We love nature. Make, uh, make a persuasion. Uh, Melbourne, make a persuasion check. Fifteen. She she looks around with her several eyes, and she kind of settles on this one brown spider with kind of an albino leg. She says, All right, you can go with them, but come right back. Do not go to the surface. And you hear, Okay, ma'am. <laughs> Ooh, sounds like me. <laughs> That's Henry. He, he likes to wander. Come right back, Henry. We thank you for the loaning of your son, Henry. Uh, what is yes, your name, my lady? My name is Sylvia. It is a pleasure to meet you, Sylvia. It is not a pleasure to meet you. Now go. Before I change my mind. Fair, fair. Henry walks uh, on the ceiling and kind of leads you along the path. back, uh, Double backing a little bit, but then uh, one of the right turns that you that you took before... He makes a left, sort of in the other direction, and heads a little bit further. 
Um, and you follow. I'm assuming you follow. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And as we back up and leave that area, I'll cast. I'll use the cantrip mending to like fix any spider webs that we like <laughs> knock down. Like okay. gently place them all back. And uh, as you're sure doing that, uh, uh, Sylvia kind of creeps back into the darkness and just it just envelops her and she like skitters back in the legs and the last thing you see is like a bunch of little spiders <laughs> oh well well that was that was a- <laughs> um all right and you follow henry the spider <laughs> follow henry regarding henry um he is a small spider. <laughs> that was okay. a deep, like 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 small. Like uh, he's about size, he's about five spider, inches like wide. Yeah, tarantula size. size. Okay. He's a so small comparative. Small comparatively to a giant um, six foot long spider. Yes. Yes. Okay. So uh, congratulations, you solved the spider challenge. Hooray! So uh, you you follow Henry down. Th- yeah. Good thing you're you rolled high persuasion. And you have good animal hands. Um, so you follow your way. You kind of uh, you feel it getting a little bit warmer. There seems to be a draft of warm air. There's sewer dripping um, from little holes above, and you see this entrance that Sylvia uh, pointed or kind of mentioned. There is a uh, kind of a, almost like a storm drain above you, and you do hear some scraping of metal. And you hear some like what looks like what, what sounds like a sorry you hear what sounds like kind of a dragging stone on stone kind of and then it's kind of like sloughs of something and loud it's some things are distant some things are um you know nearby but it's definitely coming from the room above you um Henry just kind of is right on the ceiling uh, right next to the door, and he's kind of like just kind of bouncing up and down up, you know, right above you. Hen- Henry, do you know what is in the room above? Uh, Henry, you can't hear anymore. You get the sense... Uh, I would say, Melbourne, you don't know what happened, but but Theo, you having dealt with some animals and having a bond with an animal very strongly and other animals in the past, you, you get the sense that uh, Sylvie, Sylvia had a telepathic ability that allowed her to uh, communicate and, and you heard her children, but now that they're, you're out of her range, it's it's just a spider. Unless you have talked to animals. Uh, I'm not using yeah. that <laughs> ability right now. But Henry just kind of Bounce once for yes, twice for no. <laughs> okay, don't we don't we can't need to understand you. He's a Henry. <laughs> Melvin isn't that intelligent. He's actually not that unintelligent. He just keeps bouncing. <laughs> okay. I just I'm gonna like kind of look uh, sternly at him and kind of point like back, like back to your mother. Got to go back. He takes two steps back. Go on. He turns around. He looks back. Kind of looks down at you. And then he scurries, he scurries back in the other direction. <laughs> okay, okay, good. I don't want to get in trouble with. Go him. on, okay. go. You have to go back to your. I want my two dollars. Um, two dollars. <laughs> okay, so, uh, what do you guys do? You have this kind of rickety metal ladder, and and there's a a metal storm drain above you, with very thin little slits. It's it's about two by two by two. Kind of squarish. Oh boy. Um, uh, well, uh, Melvin, I insist. Oh, you would like me to go first? Well, yes, you're you're the brave one. Okay. I will clank my way clank. up. Like, giant heavy armor. Are, are you trying to be stealthy or? No. No, you're just going in. I'm not. I'm not trying to be loud. I'm just climbing a ladder. Okay. Okay. Quiet. <laughs> Okay, if he says that, then I would try to... Bring it down. Okay, all right. So I need both of you to give me a stealth check. Me at disadvantage. (laughs) Oi. That's not terrible. Ten? Nine. (laughs) Your shushing of me was louder than my... (laughs) Shushing! 
Quiet, quiet. You rolled a, sorry, you rolled a nine or a 10? He had a nine, I had a 10. Okay. All right. Um, you uh, climb up the ladder. There's a little bit of clank, 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 clank. And then um, as you open up the storm drain, there's this. <laughs> um, so um, you head up and uh, find yourself. And then as Theo comes up as well, you find yourself in a dimly lit room. You find yourself in a dimly lit room. It's fairly big, but not as long as the crypt was in the, in the when you first came down. There are several stone support columns on each side of the room, and you're on one of the sides. So if if you were to come straight through uh, through the crypt, through the where the guards were, there's the, the big doors that you saw. You think this is probably what was on the other side of those doors? Perfect. Okay. And nice. You're in this sanctum, this inner sanctum. Uh, there's these columns on each side, separated by about five feet each. It's dark on the side. The light is coming from the center, and you see past the columns. Can't really see all of it because it's obscured. It's partially covered. There's, there are, uh, there's a, uh, what looks like a stone table, or or um, some sort of workbench of some kind. And there's somebody on it with chains on them. Um, you can't see a face that's covered up by a stone. You also hear some chains and kind of rumbling over to the side um, to, to where the back of the room would be. And there's some uh, clinking of bottles and and uh, some kind of scribbling of, of paper, pen on paper. Uh, in the corners, you see piles of straw and maybe some animal parts uh, that have been, looks like, chewed down to the bone in some places. Looks like it's been eaten by something rather large. And uh, at one of the corners on your side has several crates filled with, um, looks like, fabric of some kind, clothes. There's another crate that has some weapons, spears, swords, um, and then there's another weapon that just has a bunch of bones in it. Gross. <laughs> and that's where you are. All right, Melbourne will kind of point at the, the, the workbench, you said, uh, that had the person chained to it. Mm-hmm. All right, he'll point at that and kind of give a quizzical look to, to Theo. What is this? Is this... Is it some sort of torture chamber? Melbourne nods. <laughs> this is grim. Okay. Uh, let's let's see if we can see who this person is. We will approach right, we'll, the person. We'll come up and hello. Um, excuse me. Did not respond, and they're dead. Um. They're not dead. There is a person on the table. They're chained. They have a hood over their head. So you go up to them. You go up to this body. It is uh, someone draped in some dark clothing. It looks like they've got, you know, they've got sort of a loose tunic on, maybe some leather armor. Um, They have some loose black cloth on. There's a... there is a little bit of skin showing. It looks like to be a male um, with some dark, almost ashy black skin. And um, they are barefoot currently and held down. Um, give me, one of you, give me a medicine check. I'll do that. I'm good at that. I'm adequate at it, so you go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. 15. Not a great roll, but 15. Okay, uh, they are alive, and they're they're looks like they are breathing, but uh, but pro- probably in a stasis of unconsciousness, or they're they're they, they look kind of weak from what you can tell. It's it's a very shallow breathing. 
As you go in the center area, you also notice over in the back, there's two other figures that are um, chained up on the wall, and they also have hoods on their heads. One of them um, looks like a female. Um, she is wearing uh, she's wearing some sort of a cloak with some leather armor on as well that's a little bit more tight. And um, the other one is another female, but significantly shorter. In fact, it's a little hard to see over uh, the table that's up there because she's shorter in stature, but looks to be maybe a gnome, maybe a halfling, someone of that of that um, ancestry. And uh, they also have. Uh, you're not sure if that's a male or female. Actually, it's it's a little hard to tell because it's, they're they're short. So. Um, what you also see um, over in that area and writing on this table is a dark, uh, darkly clad figure um, in a in a black hood. Um, there's a little bit of silver trim, and there's on uh, on them they have some inlay and some embroidery with kind of a, a dark circle, and it has a purple rim around it, and. Uh, they also have kind of like a rope. It's almost like it's almost like a, a, a grim reaper kind of looking thing, but but not as tattered and you know it looks fairly clean. And they're writing some stuff down, and they look up at you, and they say, "Why are you here? You can't be here. I don't know you." But we but we are here. Maybe I'll have you talk to my friend. Well, we're not talking to anybody. We're looking for certain people, and we think these are the... Well, I'll, I'll talk to someone. Is there perhaps management or something that I can speak to? You be quiet! I'm sending you to my master soon. Havishigan Amersh. I don't speak that language. What did he say? 